we want to give a shout out to Awana Ministry Director Wanda Cox of First Baptist Church in Valley City, North Dakota. At 72 years old, Wanda stepped into the AMD position because she has a passion for seeing kids come to Christ, knows we need to make resilient disciples, and because her church needed an Awana Ministry Director. She also agrees that it is all about building relationships in addition to teaching the kids the truth of Scripture. So when the time came, Wanda arranged for one child to be picked up that lived 59 miles away. Then, as a cab driver, she got permission to pick up 15 kids every week for Awana using her cab with no cost to the parents. Well, welcome back to the Awana Club's podcast. I'm Scott Connor up here in Northern Michigan. And uh, we're gonna tackle today, I wasn't trained for this, and the topic is divorce. A very challenging topic, certainly, and I think it would be wise for us to understand that kids coming to our club most likely are gonna be experiencing divorce. And one out of four kids today we see have come from these broken homes, and so it's a real thing. And so we wanna talk about it today. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Hey, before we keep going with the conversation, I want to share something with you. The Child Discipleship Forum is coming back. And I don't know if you've noticed, we here at Awana are pretty passionate about this whole child discipleship thing. Each year at CDF, it's our goal to share new perspectives and spark renewed energy for child discipleship. And we are stoked about what our 2023 guests are going to bring to the table. Folks like Rebecca Lyons, Darren Whitehead, Ed Stetzer, and so many other amazing speakers are going to be gathered. And I can't wait for you and your team to join us on September 21st or 22nd in Nashville or online for a time of learning, worship, and community with other Kidman leaders. But here's the thing. If you register right now, you can save $150. See, our early bird pricing is only available until March 31st. So register you and your team today by going to childdiscipleshipforum.com to secure our lowest pricing. And I'll see you in September. I get the privilege to actually do really a first podcast with uh, my wife, uh, Leah. And so we are here in our office and um, look forward to um, connect with you, Leah. And thanks so much for being here. Yeah, I'm excited to be on here with you. Yeah, this is fun. Well, so, uh, and I think this is unique because both of us come from a broken home, right? Yeah. Um, We both come from divorced homes and both of us were in our teens or for me, early 20s. Right. And uh, so we've experienced this at some level. So we can kind of speak it into this uh, from a heart that has experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. And so this this conversation, what this conversation is not, it's not going to be a theological debate or argument about divorce. Um, So we're not going to do that. So we're just going to kind of, you know, shut the door on that and leave another opportunity for that. And then we're also really not going to be able to dive too deeply into how to talk with kids about divorce and how to, you know, the scriptural uh, discussions around that. Right. But we just want to talk about the heart, the heart specifically of the leader. Right. So as we think about that, 
we're just going to talk briefly here about uh, three things to consider uh, to keep in mind when we're talking or when we're dealing with kids in our small group specifically uh, that have divorce. And really the first one I want to um, tackle, and I think it's important for us to understand is we need to shut the book, right? How does that play out in, in our small group time? Like, let's talk about that. What does that mean? Yeah, I know. I, for me, you know, as a TNT leader, it's easy to have an agenda when you go into small group. There's things that need to get done, the verses, um, reviewing the section, and you feel like you don't have a lot of time. And I think it's important um, with many different topics, but for today, today talking about divorce, if you're feeling the Lord leading and if, you know, you see that a child is struggling or a child brings up a prayer request um, to just shut the book, to put priority on that child um, for that evening. Yeah, that really following the, the uh, Holy Spirit in that, right? Um, there are times where a, a kid will bring up a topic that it's like, oh, wow, okay, well, that's a 360 from what we're talking about. Yeah. But take those opportunities, right? Let's shut the book. You know, again, Awana and this, these books are tools for discipleship, right? Yeah. I saw that this year and, um, a little girl that we had, we went into large group time and she just was on the floor. didn't want to participate. And my initial reaction was frustration. You know, I wanted her in there and, and listening to the large group time and not distracting others. And when we pulled her out, we realized that she was just having a really rough day. She had had a rough day at school, a rough day with her mom at home. Um, and she just needed some one-on-one -on -one love and attention. Mm. And so another leader just kind of walked lapped, laps with her around the gym during large group time um, and gave her that. And then she was ready to jump back into small group time, participate. Her attitude had changed and she was ready to go. And it was a good reminder to me that sometimes what I think is important for that night or what mm. I feel like needs to get done you know, God might have a different plan for that child. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. It's okay. it's okay to do that. It's okay to adjust and pivot. It might not be easy, right. Um, to sit in that space, but it's what God's calling us to do in that moment. Right. For the, for the, for that child Yeah, and to really key in and, and, and love and care, care for that child. So that's really the first thing to kind of really think about as you are thinking about, you know, how would it interact with these kids that are coming with the, within our ministries in the broken home is to, to, to shut the book, to just shut the book and allow the room for the Holy spirit to um, engage in, in conversation with these kids. And then really out of that is, you know, listening, right? Listening is so important. And I, I'm going to use a quote that you shared with me earlier on this Leah. And so this is coming from my wife, hundred percent, right? Listen to love, not listen to fix. Wow. Wow. Listen to love, not listen to fix. And I think that speaks really um, to, the, to, to the idea of caring for that child and not trying to fix it. And, you know, even as guys, I'm looking at my wife here, right? And I want to fix it, right? But how, how often is it more important to just listen? Yeah. And I think that's important to remember when you are talking about children coming from these divorced homes, you can't fix it as much as you want right. to. Um, you can't fix their situation there's just nothing you can do in there. Um, even their emotions, you know, you can't fix the way that they're feeling. They might feel rejected. They might feel alone. Um, you're not the one that's going to be able to fix that, but you can have a place in listening, loving them, showing that they belong in your club um, and you want them there. Share a little bit about your experience, Leah. Um, in, in youth group, you shared um, 
you know, how does this play out for, for what you've experienced and, and maybe some things not to do right in this area? Sure. Yeah. Um, my parents actually got divorced while I was in high school. Um, and when that happened in my life, I turned to my youth group and at the time, I don't think they really knew what to do. They didn't know how to react. Um, my family was very involved in that church and it just kind of threw us all for a loop. We were, not you know, kind of blindsided. And so instead of having a place that I could turn to and run to, um, for that belonging, for that love, um, and I actually had the opposite, um, interaction and I ended up not wanting to be at youth group, not wanting to go um, to church because I felt more, more alone there. Um, instead of having leaders, um, and other youth group friends that were there to listen, um, they kind of stayed away. They, I think they didn't know what to say, so they didn't say anything and they just kind of backed off, which made me feel more like an outsider in that situation and, um, really struggled during that time in high school, um, not having that sense of belonging anywhere. Right. And, and listening is essential to belonging, right? You're not asking for somebody to give you all the answers. You're just looking for somebody, you know, or to fix it. Right. You're just looking for somebody to, to care about you and to care about where you're at and to just listen with, with the, the things that you're struggling through. So I think that's so, so important. And sometimes it can be so beneficial for the child to have that outsider that, you know, they might be close to either their mom or their dad, but to have someone else outside of the situation that they can just pour their heart out to their struggles out to, I think can be very beneficial for these kids. Mm, so, so good. Well, great. So we're talking about three things to keep in mind as we're working with uh, kids that have uh, come from broken homes. At times, we need to shut the book and 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 be there for them, and then listen, listen to love, not listen to fix. And thirdly, just some some things to maybe think about, consider in your club. Uh, maybe you're an AMD, a, com- a commander, or you're in leadership. Um, within your club or your pastor, what are some things we can do um, next steps and how to better minister to these kids who have, are coming from these broken homes? Yeah, Scott, I know we talked earlier and I think it's, it's a good point. Um, A lot of times when we have these kids coming from these broken homes, you know, they'll show up and they won't have their book one week because it was left at mom's house or it was left at dad's house. Um, And they already probably feel bad about that and feel guilty about not having their book and not coming prepared. I think as us as leaders can step into that place and instead of making them feel worse for not having their book with them, just assure them, hey, that's okay. understand, you know, life gets crazy sometimes. Why don't you come share, you know, sit next to me, share my book with me, look over the verse or have an extra copy that you just have every week that they can look on while you're working on the verse. So you're, you're assuring them that it's okay. You know, life happens. We understand. We still love you and we still want you there. Come without your Jersey, come without your book. We want you there. And that's the important thing. Mm, That's good. That's good. And, you know, and even considering, considering other ways that we can help, you know, with them and maybe making some local, you know, practices or best practices within your ministry. Um, When you find out you have a child that is now coming to your a church that has, is coming from a broken home, you know, uh, maybe, you know, specifically thinking about and and sharing with the leaders in the church. So there's an understanding. So when mom and dad, you know, mom is this week or dad's next, you know, this, this next week and try to build those relationships with the parents. Right. I think that's so important as well. 
Yeah. And, you know, connecting with those parents, how can you, there might be areas you could help um, or ways that they can help, you know, how to better connect with their child. Yeah, that's good. And even with the, the children, you know, offering them some scripture to help them in those moments. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the Iwana verses because there's a lot of those verses that talk about, you know, having, you know, strength and having, uh, finding peace in God and, but all, also offering kids some scripture, maybe having some scripture verses specific to those kids that they could hold on to in those moments. Um, you know, and again, having some local practices that you can think through, um, maybe it's even honestly where maybe one, um, you know, once uh, a quarter in your club, it, you have your leaders come in and, and have some specific names of kids who are struggling and it might not be, you know, specifically divorced, but there might be some other things that are challenges within your ministry and having a time of prayer, uh, for, you know, we, I think we, we sometimes, um, really don't understand or, or key into the, the power of prayer and how important that can be in, in praying for these kids in their situations. And that would also give us a, a better heart to, to love too. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Well, thanks so much, Leah, for uh, being here. And I thank you for, for opening up uh, and, and sharing about this and a very important conversation. Cause again, these kids are in our ministry. Uh, it would be, it would not be helpful for us in, in knowing how to minister to them. If we just shut our eyes and, and pretend like they don't exist because they're there, there are kids that truly um, need to, to, um, for us to love on them, to care about them and for us to have a heart of compassion um, and, and understand the power of the gospel that can happen in their lives. And we need to be a big part of that. So thanks so much until next time, go make resilient disciples. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Awana clubs podcast. The Awana clubs podcast is a product of Awana audio, all rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more information about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more details about today's host and their ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. This podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval, mixed and edited by Marlon Washington, and content support is provided by me, Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.